0: Hello everybody and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. I'm joined as always by my good buddy John. I don't know where the hell you are, so tell us and pull up a car store or whatever you have.
1: I'm at the newest destination or one of the newest destinations for the blue monorail apparently because the monorail service is back in service to Epcot. So good signs are coming, Doug. Good signs are coming to uh, Walt Disney World re uh, going back to normalcy. And seeing the monorail around Epcot is something I've been looking forward to. So.
0: Oh, thank God for Walt Disney World. They seem to be moving forward. California seems to be moving backwards. So I don't know what's going on. Now they're at the wear a mask, and everything's open up in Walt Disney World. So I'm headed to Florida, John.
1: <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. I saw in, at Disneyland Paris, they're actually requiring people to show. Uh, a negative test result or uh, proof of vaccination if you want to go to the park i don't think that's a bad thing honestly it wouldn't bother me if you had to show uh, your uh, uh vaccination passport before you came to florida or came to any of our theme parks that's for sure but well
0: uh, you know the whole problem in this in this whole the whole thing in a nutshell it only matters on what political side you're on if you're going to cry or scream yeah, about it so yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it everything has to lead to the politics and it shouldn't just get a shot just yeah, get your or, shot yeah. or, you know what I mean? Or stay, or if you don't want to, just, just wear a mask and do the right thing. I don't know what to tell you. Like there's so many people out there that don't have their shot that aren't wearing a mask either. And I don't get it.
1: I yeah, don't know. The, apparently the Delta variant is uh, easier or it gets around easier and more communicable. And there's a, I, I saw this, the story this week with a lot of people and and I guess around in and around Memphis, Tennessee, who have never gotten vaccinated and aren't wearing masks and it's spreading like wildfire there.
0: Mm. So. No, you got everybody getting it, John. I mean, it, it it's, it's the numbers are up. I'm glad I'm vaccinated. I'm glad my whole family is pretty much. Uh, and I hope everybody does. It's 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 a sad thing. It's scary. But, you know, this isn't political. It's science. just get a get a shot. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't, I don't know why. You know, uh, usually we're, we're, we're wondering why some things have, why does, why does this have to be political? Why can't you just say, I don't want to get sick? <laughs> and, and, understand. and the crazy part
0: is, is the people that don't want to get it is blaming one side or the other. It was, it was made by the other guy or they don't want to get it because it's the new guy. <laughs> it, like, no, it just, everybody just has to complain about, yeah. uh, just get your Constantly. shot. Yeah. Or don't, or just stay away. <laughs> I don't know what to yeah. tell you, but like, and that's what cracks you up. Like, like if you own the business, you should have the right to decide on who you want and who you don't want. It's your business. I turn down people all the time. Like I'll go to people's houses, and if I don't get a good vibe, John, I don't do the work.
1: Yeah, if yeah. uh, I mean, if, you, if yeah. something's creepy about the place, or, or if you just don't, you have a feeling that they're not going to pay you. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Does,
0: but... Yes, and so I should be in trouble because I don't want to service everybody. No, I'm in business because I want to work for who I want to work for. Right. right. I'm not trying to be smart, but there's people that, uh, I fire customers from me. I've done work for them because of, uh, they, they, they don't, they mistrust you or don't they, and I've bent over backwards for them. And I, I don't, I like you as a person. I just won't, we don't, we don't work well together. If you understand what I'm saying, John, you know, yeah. No, you're not going to go to the lumber yard and get the points on your credit card that I'm going to use for my business. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, you understand what I'm saying, John? You're yeah, not doing yeah. that or you're not going to get uh, bonuses from my lumber yard. It's, it's my contract, you know, but there's people that, you know, they just don't want to do the right thing. But I feel bad for Robbie in California and everybody out there. Hopefully, uh disneyland don't have to shut down again Is that, that it, who knows out there john
1: yeah 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 I, I don't know i i'm just happy that uh disney world seems to be returning to uh, uh normal and uh everybody here seems to be happy and it's freaking packed buddy i'll tell you i came in yesterday morning past the magic kingdom and uh the line to get in was uh <laughs> way out there again like i told you that one day i was coming in yeah. it was uh, a dang near the dolphin and the swan that exit off of uh, world drive for bvd so
0: now nah, it's crazy john it really is but yeah it says walt
1: disney world monorail system returns to epcot
0: after an 18 month closure so hallelujah
1: Yes, yes. Beautiful pictures they got of it uh, around there already, too. And that story just came out an hour ago. So, yeah, they just restarted service today. And I was sitting here at – and I knew it was restarting today. And I was sitting in the bus going, I haven't seen any uh, any buses leaving Epcot for – contemporary or grand floridian i wonder why oh oh that's why that's why mm. because uh they're no longer serviced from uh, uh from the bus loop unless the monorail goes down for some reason polynesian still is but not the grand floridian and the contemporary
0: so. okay well and uh i was pretty funny our buddy uh corliss over at wdw news today did you see him uh, blasting Cheepy chapik Hey, no, no, it was it was awesome, dude. He like lambasted. Go over and watch his video. I I mean, we go back, I go back and forth with him sometimes. But that video, it was a it was a get vaccinated video, so we can get all the employees back at the parks, because he was going off about how a lot of the live entertainment still isn't back, and a lot of the cast members that should be back aren't back yet. And he was he was lamb and he and he and the way the reason I liked it was was it was also edited towards you getting a shot, if you understand what I'm saying, to get the parks yeah. back to normal. So right. uh, go over to News Today and watch that video. I, or on Twitter, go to WDW News Today, and Corliss has a really good video, which I 100% agree with. Anytime you can pick on Iger or Chapek, I'm all in, John.
1: <laughs> and, yes, we know. <laughs>
0: and and usually I'm not all in to pick on this guy. So did, did you see – what went down with your poor Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they might be getting fined or lose draft picks.
1: Uh, because uh, Brady was supposedly hurt all of last season and they didn't report it to the NFL.
0: 100%, which I give yeah. them my hats off to them for playing through that. But you can't be involved and make the players and the owners now make millions and millions of dollars off of fantasy football and sports gambling. So you can't not report that, John. Even if he's going to play, you have to say he has – you have to report the injury. And that's why they're going to be in trouble because the amount of money that's involved in what they make and the casinos and the bookmakers depend on the actual truth coming out of these teams. And that's why they're going to end up – I think they're going to get heavily fined. I really do
1: I, I don't know. It's, it's weird in the in the NHL. All they ever have to report is upper body injury or lower body injury. And that's it. Yeah, Yeah, because they didn't didn't sign a multi-gazillion
0: dollar deal like the NFL did with uh, all these fantasy football sites. That's the problem. You know, the integrity of the game. I mean, face it, I'm not even being smart. I like hockey, but the Super Bowl has more viewers than the entire NHL season, every game combined. Oh, yeah,
1: the, the football is king. I mean, yes. there's no doubt. And, and and believe me, as much as I enjoyed watching the Lightning win the win the cup again this year, I'll take a Gators or a Buccaneers football game over a Lightning game any day. A hundred percent.
0: And that's the problem. The NFL is what greases all these. Nobody, I mean, people bet on it, but who bets on more than college football and college and, and pro football, John? They're oh, like yeah, the Kings.
1: That's, that's, that's a, yeah.
0: and, and and the Players Association is to blame for this, and I'm not being smart, which I, I agree with them what their grievance was. They bitched and moaned for years that fantasy football makes a million do- millions and millions of dollars off of their names. Billions now. And they don't get a piece of it. So the players union does get a piece of it. Well, being so they get a piece of it, that's when the laws came down that all these injuries have to be reported. Because idiots like you, me, and... Stupid Pat, and the only reason I'm saying that, he picked on me on Facebook this week. (laughs) So it's Stupid Pat now.
1: Yeah, it's Stupid
0: Pat now. Because of all of us fantasy football geeks, John... Wouldn't you like to know – I mean, and, and don't be biased here. Brady's the greatest. Oh, the GOAT. I'll give it all. Tampa Bay, I'm happy for you. I called you right away to congratulate you, didn't I, when they won the Super Bowl? I was rooting for you for the Bucks. But the – I, I didn't care because I like Andy Reid too, but I, w- I was happy for you. But you got to admit, it should have been reported. It shouldn't go on all eight, last year with a torn ACL.
1: No, I'm, I'm amazed he played. Honestly, I mean, uh, and I guess it was must have not been torn all the way or something because uh, uh, suiting up every week to go play with a torn ACL that that that's uh, <laughs> seems yeah. like it would be incredibly painful.
0: Well, so. they're saying it was completely torn, so my hat's off to yeah. him for that. Jeez. But the Indeed. thing that has him great is Patrick Mahomes in one game moves more than Brady does an entire season. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah.
0: He 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 basically sits back there and. And it's especially... a yeah. Yes, and with the rules the way they are today, you can barely hit the quarterback if he's standing in the pocket anyway. If You, you know what I'm saying? So it isn't like...
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, 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 really, honestly, uh, growing up, my favorite team was the Miami Dolphins, and Dan Marino, he, he did exactly the same thing. It, it, by the time he was done with his career, his knees were so shot, yeah. he couldn't move. But yes. he could still sit back there in the pocket and throw the ball like a yeah. like a rifle shot. So. Yeah.
0: He had the quickest release in NFL history. Yeah. So yeah. We'll see what happens, but I wouldn't... I doubt they I doubt they'll suspend the golden boy, but I wouldn't be shocked if he missed a game or two, but I do think Tampa Bay will lose draft picks over this. They'll lose something. They're going to get heavily fined because they were even talking about it on regular news shows this week. So when it gets to like your Fox and CNN, if you understand what I'm saying, it, it's really something going on. And yeah, now, now well, it's business now because now it, it, it gets into money and that's the problem. And i uh, I've been playing some serious golf lately, John. Yeah, hey, good, good for you. Yeah, I've been getting a little better. My wife bought me a rangefinder today, so I'm going to be doing fantastic, John.
1: Ooh, that's all you needed to yeah. complete the cycle.
0: Yes, but no, I I played pretty well. I shot. A, I'm I'm I haven't played in years. I I played a course the other day. I shot a 91, which isn't horrible. But the thing that was horrible, my strongest part of my one, of, I, I drive. I'm a long hitter, but I have really good short game i hit there's five par threes on this course there's five par threes and and uh, five par fives on this course it's a really nice course and i hit every par three on my tee shot and i Three-putted every one but one, John, and <laughs> I never 3 put. <laughs> I mean, every single—it it was so frustrating, dude. And nerdy, only holes I three-putted on was the five par threes that I got on yeah, in one. You looked at them,
1: you lined them up, you had a good shot, you're saying, oh, man, I, I might be even get, be able to get a birdie out of this. Nope.
0: <laughs> dude, I burnt the hole yeah. every one on birdie, because I believe when yeah. you're putting for birdie, you need to get it to the hole. And the way this guy was, I swear, whoever set the course up, his wife had a cheat on him last week. Or his, her husband, whoever it was, they put these holes at the at the slope of every single one of these yeah, bar threes. Yeah, yeah. So if you missed your birdie, it was rolling by, even though the, the greens rolled beautifully, you had a four or five footer back every single time, if you understand yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> But yeah,
1: overshot. Yep,
0: yep. Exactly. But I had a good time. I really uh, struck the ball really well. I'm starting to get back in the form a little bit, John. I I've, I'm going to be on the tour by this time next year
1: good for you right. well when i played I, I did i did okay with irons i did uh, good with putting and everything i could never get driving with woods and the big drivers down i just couldn't get past that point so i got to a point where i could actually break a hundred but i i played off the tee box with my big irons i never i could never yeah. drive it well with a driver yeah so. you play your long iron hit a three three or yeah. four iron yeah. off the yeah. tee Yep. Yeah. 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 Yeah
0: do i can help you a little bit with that like something as stupid as john believe it or not and i know we're going to bore people this part we're gonna of <laughs> this part of the show is brought to you by carmen and brian this it's all sports all the time if you do something as stupid as move your right foot forward john could straighten you yeah. out on your drive just little things like that like my irons when i move my right foot forward it straightens my irons out I open up, I bring my foot back on my driver and my five wood, it makes me straighten out on the the woods. There's little things that you can pivot your body only a little bit that changes the alignment of your stroke, if you get what I'm saying. So when I move down to Florida, I'll be working with you, John.
1: All right. right, Sounds good.
0: good. But, yeah, the other news is Disneyland Paris requires proof of vaccination, what we said. Operating hours every single week seem to be updated and lengthened now at the parks because uh, the crowds are getting bigger, aren't they, John?
1: Oh, absolutely. And uh, and actually, last couple of days, uh, the afternoon thunderstorms have held off, and it's uh, actually uh, been clear all day obviously hot but still no hotter than anywhere else in the country that's for sure so and you know 90 91 which isn't too horrible for florida so um when no afternoon thunderstorms makes for a, a good long hot day at the parks and it, it's packed and uh fireworks are back so yeah they're definitely going to extend the hours so
0: me and my wife watched the new fireworks at epcot and i didn't say a word and brenda goes <laughs> it is no illuminations whatsoever like i can't it's hard to—hopefully the newest one comes out, and it'll be yeah, what it's supposed just to this is a
1: placeholder. This is just a placeholder, so.
0: Like, I love hearing Walt's
1: voice. I
0: love hearing Soren or whatever, but I can hear that at any time. If you understand what I'm saying, John? Like, I do love hearing Walt talk. But for the most part, none, nothing seems synced up the way Illuminations did, if you follow me. It just—I can't get into it. I'm trying. Like, I let Brenda watch it and believe it or not, John. Believe it or not, I kept my mouth shut the whole way. I just let her watch it. Can you? And, I, and I'm being yeah. honest to you. I'm swearing to goodness that I did keep my mouth shut the entire time. And I know that's hard to believe me keeping my mouth shut. And at the end of it, she goes, That ain't good. That ain't my illumination. <laughs> and I was like, "That That's I love you so much, baby. We think so much alike. I see you. You know what I'm saying, John? Yeah. But yeah, she felt yeah. the same way. It just wasn't. Hopefully, the new one is. That's what I'm hoping so, for.
1: A little bit about the fireworks. Uh, so back in February of last year, um, right before all this happened and everything, I was finishing my uh, my shifts at uh, Pirates um, before I got transferred and stuff. And I remember walking out of the utility doors one time at like 9.20, and the fireworks were going off. I got on the bus and there's probably 30 other cast members sitting on the bus and not a single one of us is looking at the fireworks because Mm -hmm. it's just it's a common occurrence. You know, you get off at this time. They're going off every night. so you might glance up every once in a while, but no big deal. Right. And so that was then. And then the other night, let's see, it's about a week ago now, maybe I think it was last Monday. Uh, no, it was Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday I drove the uh, West Clock bus. Oh, God, I hate that route. But but until a certain time, around 9.15, I got over there and the fireworks are going off. And I pulled up and there's 20 cast members standing there with their mouths open watching the fireworks. And I'm going, this is more like it. I like this better, you know. So Because uh, uh, I guess uh, the old adage, you know, uh, separation makes the heart grow fonder. Yeah. So
0: absence makes yeah absence absence makes the heart grow fonder
1: yeah yeah it was it was nice to see so yeah and and i actually got a i enjoyed driving west clock there for about 20 minutes as the fireworks were going off it was quite fun so
0: is that how you felt john when you missed those couple episodes with me Oh, oh, where's Doug? Where's Dougie? There you go, thanks. We, I just love the way you say Dougie, John. It makes my heart <laughs> warm.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: now, speaking of stuff that's going to make people happy, John, I think this is going to make Judith really happy, don't you, John?
1: Guest oh, a- I can imagine. Let me, uh, let me guess what you're going to read. Guess uh, that Walt Disney World Swan and Dawson. Uh, <laughs> in, exactly, go ahead. The new uh, Walt Disney World Swan Reserve will be able to participate in early and extended theme park entry. Starting in October, as part of the World's Most Magical Celebration, guests of the Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin will be able to enjoy extra time every day in the Walt Disney World theme parks with early theme park entry and extended evening theme park hours. Until today, there had been some uncertainty if the Swan and Dolphin would be eligible for the additional park hours in the same that Disney Resort Hotel guests. Starting October 1st of this year, guests of the Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin will be able to enjoy more than 30 more fun with 30-minute early entry to any Walt Disney World theme park every day available at all four of the Walt Disney World theme parks. Uh, for early theme park entry, guests will need valid med- admission, a park reservation, and resort ID. Extended evening theme park hours, also beginning in October, guests can enjoy extended evening hours, experience select attraction shops and dining after regular park hours and select theme parks on select night. Together with early theme park entry, guests of the f- hotels will get to arrive early and stay later to maximize their time in the parks uh, so, for extended evening hours, guess what? We need a valid resort ID, valid admission, and theme park reservation for the same park on the same day. So, oh, well,
0: Judith, there you go. But, Judith is dancing in the streets for this. And the crazy part is, the, I bet you I can get rooms for less money at the Swan and Dolphin than I can at Riverside, John, or Coronado. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So, and, and I, I think right now it's just the deluxe. Hotels Disney owns are getting the early park entry, right? Yeah. Not not the moderates and the values. Nope. Nope.
0: Nope. Well, I think they get early entry, but not the extended hours.
1: Okay. That's what they get. Yeah, not the
0: extended hours.
1: Yeah, it seems like everybody's getting the thirty minutes early. So if they open at nine, I guess they're all opening at eight thirty or something. So.
0: Yes. So yeah, you get that if you're at the regular resorts. And then I wonder, I wonder if Waldorf's right around the corner from getting the same thing as Swan and Dolphin. I don't know why it wouldn't. It's on Disney property too, right?
1: Yeah, the Waldorf and the, the Hilton Bonnet Creek are right there. Um, so actually, that that little area, uh, from what I've been told, was a little spot of land that the lady who owned it back in the, in the '60s would not sell. And so it's encircled by Disney property, and, but she would never sell that piece of property. And it's about, what, about 15 acres there, maybe 20? Mm-hmm. And uh, she would never sell the property. And so for a while, it was totally, totally encircled by Disney, and they wouldn't let her on. Because it's it, you couldn't cross Disney property, so she had to for a while. She had to fly in on a helicopter to get to her property. Oh but Jesus! Eventually, they uh, they obviously uh, came to, or she came to an agreement with somebody else. Obviously, the Bonnet Creek uh, Resorts and sold the property. So,
0: but that but, goes yeah. to show you how much ridiculously stupid power Disney has in the Orlando area. Because anywhere else on God's green earth. You're entitled to an easeway to your, like I have people yeah. that live behind me and they're entitled to have a driveway on my property. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah, Disney, yeah. because of who they are, could stick it right to this woman and nobody gave a crap about her.
1: Oh no. The, the amazing amount of power, uh, power. And, and actually our news channel uh, down here, ABC, if, or the uh, it's channel nine ABC, if anybody's actually interested is running a whole series of history leading up to the, uh, 50th anniversary of walt disney world um so they run a like a 10 minute segment every morning and it's it's quite interesting it's all information that obviously us geekdoms know Uh but nonetheless it's it's interesting yeah today they were talking about the the original idea for epcot and walt's idea and stuff like that and yeah when he uh pitched that to the u.s or to the florida senate uh it it, to get it done, it, it's amazing the amount of power they have. <laughs> oh, but, yeah. I mean, it, it, no other I, – I doubt if there's any other corporation in the entire – or at least in the United States that has so much power.
0: Uh, the so. only one now is Amazon. True. Maybe, uh, yeah, maybe, Amazon yeah. I think is right there with them because Amazon's – their power is so high like – like they're not—they're not allowed to be called a monopoly, but every other company is. Like they're buying up all restaurant—I mean, they're buying up all kind of stores and everything else. They're slowly but surely just taking over everything.
1: Yeah, maybe Walmart.
0: So. Yeah, you know, Walmart's pretty strong too because they go into yeah. towns and, and, and just it, shut them down. Yeah. Absolutely, and then leave because they're not making—they're—they're they're still making millions, but they're not making the millions they want. So they'll just—they come in they build they don't make what they want they leave and they leave the towns in shambles yep there's one town in Michigan i think i told you about it the whole town closed down because of them and it was like a fifth generation hardware store that they, it showed the grandson like literally crying that he was out of going out of business because walmart crushed him they leave he sells everything well everybody's working for walmart now cuz they have nowhere else to go and then walmart Is making, they're making like quarterly profits in the millions, but not, they're not hitting what they should. So they just closed the Walmart down and now the whole town is like bankrupt. Yeah, yeah. now
1: there's no place to go shopping at all.
0: Nope. And the guy like that owned the hardware store goes, There's no way for me to buy the stuff back. I can't go back into business. I had 100 years of supplies. You know, there's no replacing that. No. But, yeah, that's a shame for that woman. she I mean, it's not a shame. I think she had the money to fly a helicopter in, but the yeah, point is yeah, that's just yeah, re- ridiculous. <laughs> uh, a closer look at the completed Jungle Cruise refreshment at Disneyland. That looks pretty cool. And new props at the Jungle added to the office at the Jungle Cruise queue at Walt Disney World. I love when they add. I love looking at all this little stupid stuff. I mean, that's what makes Disney Disney. And if they continue with these virtual queues – Pretty soon, Disney's just going to do away with all this, too, Johns. Why would they waste the money on it? Because that's the bottom line with Chapik. It's it's every dime counts, right?
1: I don't know. I I love these... uh... I mean the the queue for uh kill no, not Kilimanjaro safaris but uh Expedition Everest yeah. is so interesting and so well done it looks like the Jungle Cruise is getting some updated with these props and stuff and and I like I I like that whole sense of adventure and exploration and and especially the Jungle Cruise I guess the the time frame would what be the mid 30s 1930s somewhere in that time frame so yeah, yeah 20s because they have an old yeah. patrola
0: down there it's pretty cool yeah, and a, we have a typewriter looking like that upstairs actually.
1: And and with that historical context, it, it could also you know kind of fit in maybe a couple hundred years later from uh, the 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 queue the the attraction that is a queue the Swiss Family Robinson treehouse yes. right across the way. So that, that is the weirdest attraction. There is no attraction. It's just a long queue. <laughs> so,
0: and I love it, dude. I've done it yeah, many do times. Ton- so. I do.
1: I I don't do it every trip
0: because sometimes like we have mom with us and all. It ain't like. Advantageous yeah. to take her up and down and uh, give her a stress test on uh
1: on yeah, vacation,
0: exactly. you know what I'm saying? But we do love, I love uh Swiss family trios. And but the only thing I don't like about it is everybody's in a hurry to get through. Why are you doing it if you're that big of a hurry to get through it? <laughs> do, do
1: you understand? There's nothing at the end. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The point You're... is to stop and to look into these rooms and yeah. to see the the ingenious uh, way that they've uh, you know capitalized on where they live and and how they've managed to to take this jungle and, and turn it into a civil a civilized habitat. I mean that's the whole point. So
0: yeah, there's no reward if you who gets through it the fastest. You're not <laughs> exactly. getting a ribbon. This ain't run Disney, idiot. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: Yeah, it, it, no matter no matter when you go on it, you always have somebody behind you going. Excuse me. Excuse me. excuse me. Okay. Okay. Oh, go go go. Where are you going? Yeah. But okay. Move. It's so. like stop
0: already. Slow down, look around and enjoy the view, which I've said what since the first episode, John? Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Uh preparations get underway for the do Disney Animal the Disney Animal Kingdom, Disney Kite Tales. Well, I hope this is better than stupid River of Lights, John.
1: Did I say I'm that out say- loud? I'm sorry, Judith. Judas is, Judas is sending you some hate mail right now. Yeah, Send it to jpeters at facebook.com.
0: <laughs> <And whatever. laughs> yeah.
1: Go ahead, Johnny. Uh, uh, preparations are underway at Animal Kingdom on the Discovery River Amphitheater for the debut of Disney Kite Tales. New show beginning October 1st. A number of platforms where the show's jet skis will dock have been set up in the river near the Expedition Everest restroom area. Uh, yeah. And, uh, performers will fly wind catchers and kites of all shapes and sizes while out on the water. A lab three-dimensional kites, some stretching to 30 feet long, will depict third Disney animal friends, including Simba, Zazu, Baloo, and King Louie. These colorful creatures will dance through the sky to the beat of favorite Disney songs. and an uplifting, vibrant experience for the whole family. And With I, this I, n- new show, uh, the amphitheater will be used for the first time. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. The light
0: ended. So. I also heard something about that non D V C member owners will get early access to this John. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what do you think?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely.
0: Oh. Uh, only if your last name doesn't begin with an L you get early access okay. to this. All right. Yeah. Love you, <laughs> Judith and Tommy. Uh, Disney to develop a brand new regional campus in Central Florida for Disney Parks experience and product segment, including Walt Disney World Imagineering. I I think all the uh, crazy shutdowns and all going on out in California might be making them bring this campus to Florida. What do you think, John?
1: You know, that wouldn't hurt my feelings at all if all of a sudden we got more of the Walt Disney World Company or the, the Walt Disney Company altogether here in Central Florida. I wouldn't mind.
0: No, and I'm not being smart, but I, I it has to have something to do with it, John. I mean, oh, I, it it, just it a, can't
1: just the mere fact that they're having so much problems getting back to work out in California and stuff like that. So, yeah, and I mean, uh, obviously, we've already talked ten minutes about how much power Disney has in Florida. So, mm-hmm. if they want to get stuff done here, they they can pretty much get stuff done here. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, the other thing is,
0: is you know, uh, to a point, you got to trust in. You're, you got to let. We have to move on, John. You know what I'm saying? We got to trust in each other and the state of Florida. Trust that Disney can handle their business. If you understand what I'm saying, John. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know they're not micromanaging everything down there. Disney Parks Chairman D- Josh DiMarco has today announced that the Walt Disney Company is developing a new regional campus in Orlando, where it will serve as Central Florida's regional hub for Disney Parks experience and product segment located in lake nona hey no lake nona that's going to become a popular area the new campus will complement disney's operations in southern california and its regional hub in new york city area Uh, same thing with new york city everything shut down Uh, initially the new campus will be the home for more than two thousand cast cast imagineers and employees The relocation to Florida will take place over the next 18 months and has been in the planning stages since 2019. In a memo to staff, Josh DeMarco said, while we're determining exactly which of our team members will be based there, we expect that most Southern California based DPEP professional roles that are not fully dedicated to Disneyland Resort or in some cases an international park business will be relocated to the Florida campus. He continues expanding on the significance of the DPEP footprint in Florida makes sense. In addition to Florida's business-friendly climate, the new (laughs) regional campus gives us the opportunity to consolidate our teams and be more collaborative and impactful both from a creative and operational standpoint. This announcement is usually significant at development for Disney World, which will Undoubtedly, benefit from having more Imagineers and other from DPEP segment based in Central Florida. It also a massive boost to the Central Florida economy. I think strengthen it. All, stre- Disney strengthens its already heavy presence in the state. Heavy, enormous, <laughs> should say. <laughs>
1: yeah. How about an all inspiring? Yeah. yeah. So it's pretty much. A, yeah. Yeah, that's great though. That sounds wonderful, and that actually sounds like. We might actually be some uh, testing proving grounds for some uh, new ride attraction attraction ideas and stuff like that. And actually, actually to have the Imagineers some of, more of the Imagineers here looking at our stuff, yeah. uh, that sounds wonderful to me. So
0: plus it also another campus like that in a lot of phases ex- expands your opportunities for work in other areas. John, if you ever yeah, wanted yeah. to try it,
1: yeah, absolutely. So and Lake Nona, if anybody's wondering, is only about. 12 miles right off of it's uh right before the airport off of the uh 429 so or 417 so you literally pass no i think it's after the airport it's it's right out there by the airport though uh so you you were right by it when you flew in so
0: might have to look at property over there john
1: it's a it's a fast fast uh moving and developing uh, area the
0: whole That's state the of florida is john i mean everybody's evacuating to florida right now it's i mean it figures i want to go and i can't now i mean i can't find a, <laughs> I can't
1: afford it <laughs> well it's pretty much been that way since the 50s i mean my parents moved down here in 55 and there was a new subdivision when they moved in so yeah it's it's uh, i i don't know i don't i don't ever see it slowing down a lot of people are tired of the snow them. Now, a lot of people,
0: John, are more tired, I'll be honest with you, yeah, I'm tired of the snow, I don't like the cold, but the biggest thing I'm tired of is the taxes, the school taxes, the property taxes, the taxes, the taxes, and the taxes, John. It's ridiculous, because especially in this day and age, right, with uh, COVID has made everybody realize it. Listen, I could do my same job from Florida, make the same amount of money, but not pay the New York, New England, and New Jersey taxes if you can work from home. Am I wrong? (laughs) There you go. There you go. That in a nutshell. I don't understand how the state of Florida can make it work, but our entire tri-state area. I mean, when you show me your tax bill, John, I want to drive to Florida and, and hit you with your paper. (laughs)
1: Because <laughs> yeah, my property tax
0: is not yeah. a,
1: it's not a not a whole lot that's for sure. So.
0: I, I pay more one month in property tax than you pay all year. That's criminal, John.
1: Yeah, yeah, it, it really is. I mean, and it's not like I live in a little uh, uh shack. On I do live on the swamp, but no. nonetheless, it, the, the river is literally a block away. So I've almost got waterfront property, no. and uh, and it's a two-story, two-thousand-square-foot house. So it's not. A, I don't live in a trailer or no. something, you know. No, so. no.
0: My uncle Cheech lives in Melbourne. He's like three blocks from the beach, John. He pays two hundred dollars more a year than you pay in property tax, yeah. which is yeah, exactly. only about a hundred dollars more than I pay for it. He pays a hundred. Dollars more for the year than I pay for a month. It's 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 a joke. It's an absolute joke. And you would think with the what we pay in school tax, every president, senator, like anybody that like Princeton, all the Harvard graduates should come from our school system, John. <laughs> really? I mean, we're, we're we have the greatest schools in the planet supposedly for what we pay because seventy percent of my pro my taxes are school tax.
1: You know what? And I bet you the I bet you the professional people up there that do make good money uh, up in New Jersey. I bet you they still th- send their kids to private schools. Oh, so absolutely. You, you, probably, yeah. you, you pay so much in in education tax and school taxes, but then you still send your kids to private school. So holy cow, you're really getting
0: you're really getting it. Well, so. where, where, where the state of New Jersey also gets robbed is for like one high school, you got three regular principals, three vice principals, and then you'll have like three. Uh, what you call it? Uh, what is it? What's the big guy called? Uh, Superintendent. Uh, superintendents, Yeah. Do you know there's five? There's there's six grammar schools in the town of Winslow Township. It's a big township. There's six school uh, grammar schools, and there's nine superintendents. Plus each school has a plus each school has a principal and a vice principal. John, what the hell is all that about?
1: <laughs> uh, sounds like overkill.
0: It is. I went to help my father because he ran the janitors. He was in charge of janitors, for, and I had I went in on a Saturday to help him move some. And they were having a meeting, and I'm looking. There's six BM- There's six BMWs, a Mercedes, and an Audi in the driveway, and I said, "He goes." The superintendents are having their meeting. Am I not overpaying like these guys are all making 150 grand a year and I don't understand it, John, why you need if you're not educated, why do you need nine of them to run six schools? Yeah, it's it's all political. It's all you you, it's it's bullcrap, John. So anyway, that's why everybody's fleeing to Florida, Johnny. So there's going to be a (laughs) lot of opportunities down there
1: uh this this segment brought to you by my good buddy shane johnson who's a real estate or yeah <laughs> uh, a real estate agent here in central florida <laughs> there you go john uh, uh, yeah cool. one of my high school buddies contacted me this week he's wanting to know if we're getting ready to sell our house and stuff because he actually is an agent so, oh, so no not yet buddy so no,
0: it's you could always get the ball rolling and see what it's what you you can know what you don't know, if you understand what I'm saying, yeah, what you could yeah, get.
1: exactly. What, what we have to get fixed. So. Yeah,
0: don't wait to the last minute. Like, if he can give you an idea, like, what you need to do over the next year or two, that would help. Or three, or whatever yeah. it's going to be. Get the ball rolling. Because next thing you know, John, we're... Last time I checked, I was 40. Now I'm 53. Where where did that time go?
1: (laughs) Isn't that the truth? Yeah. So here's some good news for you. A gorilla and a hippopotamus born this week at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Disney's Animal Kingdom welcomed two baby animals this week just a day apart with a Nile hippopotamus calf born Monday and a western lowland gorilla following on Tuesday. Both newborns are healthy and under the supervision of Disney's Animal Care Center and their moms. Oh, my God. Which is probably... (laughs) <laughs>
0: that hippo is, ab- they're both absolutely adorable, but uh, I've seen the baby gorillas before. That's the first time I've seen a little baby hippo.
1: Look <laughs> at him nuzzling
0: up on his mama there, John. Ain't that beautiful?
1: That's so cute. Gorilla mom ZZ- Azizi gave birth backstage at the theme park Tuesday afternoon and introduced the baby to the entire family troupe soon thereafter. The infant may now be seen on stage at Gorilla Falls Exploration Trail. Azizi and the baby's father, Gino, <laughs> yeah. like that. Gino are also parents of the infant's big brother, Corey, who was born in 2014. A hippopot hippo cuff, calf was born Monday in the park's Safi River on Kilimanjaro Safaris, joining nine other hippos in the family, or bloke. <laughs> so, the group of hippos is called a bloat. I like mm. that. Including Mother Tuma and Father Henry. Mm. Uh, Disney's Animal Care Center is giving both mothers ample time to nurse and bond with their newborns. The sex and weight of each new arrival still to be determined.
0: So. Oh, they're adorable. I love Gino, man. It's so cool, like with that Animal Kingdom thing that's on Disney Plus, that you get to know the names of all these animals and see them in, up close and hear the story about how they. Like the caretakers, have been, like they've been with Gino since he's been at the park for years now. He's like a son to him. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's amazing to watch all that. Italy Pavilion and Teco Castello at Epcot repainted with a new look. What the heck is that? It looks nice, but what is that? And I think Anteco, that's the, that's it's the next to now. the gelato place. There's my yeah, gelato place show. right next door. So I guess they painted it to get it to look as good as the the, right, the paint to the match exactly to what they painted the uh, gelato stand, John.
1: Yeah, yeah, it looks nice.
0: Yeah, it's a little darker. It looks nice. I like it.
1: John, yeah, you got to yeah. go get the
0: gelato there, man. You got to get the gelato.
1: It's so it's so weird to look at this stuff and to think that I haven't been to Epcot in four months, but yet I'm sitting uh, literally a quarter of a mile from this place right now. Uh, It's crazy. Get back into the parks.
0: This is nuts, too, speaking of Epcot. American Adventure Rotunda becomes a restaurant for the 2021 Epcot International Food and Wine Festival. I want to go down just to put my big butt on. Well, I have a little butt, John. I got a nice perky butt, by the way, actually. But anyway. You
1: know, that's that's more
0: information. uh, TMI, right? Uh, 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 Well, I'm Captain Handsome. I got to have a nice rear end, John. But anyway, I would love to put my rump down on one of these chairs and eat in that rotunda, wouldn't you?
1: Yeah, I guess. Uh, to me, it looks a little off-putting to see uh, uh, the the tables in there, but I understand the use of it because it is a, a big air-conditioned space in the middle of the summer um, for people to enjoy during the food and wine festival, so I can enjoy it. But it, it still seems a little off-putting to see uh, those tables there where usually you'd see the uh, – uh, uh, Voices, Voices of Liberty, of Liberty singing. Liberty. Yeah, yeah, well, so.
0: maybe you'll be able to sit there and listen to the Voices of Liberty sing while, they're, while you're eating at the Rotunda.
1: That's it what I'm hoping list. for. Uh, the central indoor Rotunda, typically home to four, four performances by the Voices of Liberty, and is now set up with tables and chairs to provide an elegant dining room to accompany an equally elegant menu. Say that uh, five times
0: from, fast. <laughs> yeah.
1: Serve from the lobby just inside the main entrance. You can order. You know what? This is funny. Obviously. This is funny to me, though, because I remember going there one time with a, uh, uh, a soda, and the woman wouldn't let me in. And now they're serving food inside. So, mm. Okay. Uh, the whole country's
0: hypocritical anymore, John.
1: Yeah. Uh, from the lobby just inside the main entrance, you can order a chilled smoked shrimp salad, a wild mushroom and truffle tart and a chilled crab and avocado parfait with caviar. Ooh, Lord. A glass of Dom, Domon, Carnaval Chauvet, Brut. (laughs) Rosé is available as a pairing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you can get a glass of wine in here, but two years ago, God forbid, I tried to take a beer in here. Uh, huh, 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 huh. The addition of indoor dining spaces for this year's Epcot Food and Wine Festival is designed to offer options to guests during the frequent summer storms that impact the operation of the usual outdoor kiosk. Indoor air-conditioned spaces are available for this year's festival at the Odyssey, the American Adventure, Morocco, and Canada.
0: Well, I would like to... Uh, I agree with you that I would rather have my rotunda clean, uh, kept clean and free of all this, but people sit all over that floor anyway john so what's the difference
1: yeah that's true and and again i i do totally understand because it does uh, it's not only the afternoon thunderstorms but it's nice to have any place where you can take a break and uh get out of the heat so
0: and the food sounds pretty good too i don't mind trying a couple of them inside the rotunda if not i'll bring in uh, some barbecue and go sit at one of those stools <laughs> there
1: you go yeah, right <laughs> no i outside food allowed
0: yeah we'll see i'll stick <laughs> it in i'll stick it in my backpack <laughs> and take it out. Uh, park Decor, the 2020 International Food and Wine Festival. Park Decor, John. Ah, Epcot's beautiful, John. I see Remy. I can't. That's the thing that might get me down there, John. Brenda's mm-hmm. dying to go and ride it, to it, it too, John.
1: Yeah, when that attraction opens. Yeah, uh one of my uh friends that I worked with at Pirates who. She she switched from pirates, became a uh, custodial lead at Animal Kingdom, but she now she's going to transfer over to uh, France and be part of the opening team for Ratatouille. So,
0: oh, God uh, bless her. Yeah, they showing all the pictures here, John. It's Ratatouille's basically the star of the show this year, and all the pictures and all the like. They have him running up and down like on a, a bowl with a spoon sticking out of it or of ice cream he's putting the cherry on it it's right there at the main main area then he's on everything he's kind of like uh what who was it last year figment was last year Or yeah, last that's fine like the ratatouille
1: last is one of my favorite movies yeah. so, so i enjoy seeing him and it makes sense to anything to do with food it makes a lot of sense to have ratatouille to do, do with it so
0: and with the new ride opening absolutely yep yep Poly right I'll read this quickly John the Poly Resort Monorail station looks set to open in mid August I'll believe it when I see it that has been the longest project I have ever seen <laughs> I mean it's Seems crazy like taking forever Exactly I mean for the amount of work that it was I mean they they built the reserve over at the Swan and Dolphin.
1: It's funny, I was about to say the same thing, Doug. I think they built an entire hotel in the time they've managed to redo a a, a monorail station. So.
0: And I've told you that before sometimes, it's easier just to tear it down and redo it than it is it to modify it. In. Yep. But yeah, that and, was crazy.
1: To, yeah, to a certain point, I guess, that you, you have to be obviously a little more careful working on that, because... Uh, the Monorail still going through there, so you can't just put machines wherever you need to. So.
0: And yeah, and, and people were present and around because yeah, the DVC yeah. part was still open. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So. Uh, live entertainment returns at Edison at Disney Springs, and we'll have the second annual Masquerade Ball. John, you going to it?
1: Yeah, that's probably not my cup of tea.
0: Mm, I it would be a lot of fun though. The full menu is Portobello fries, Edison sliders, chicken kebab. Flank steak kebab, swordfish kebab, vegetable kebab, what's their deal with kebab, shrimp cocktail, bacon station, there you go, carving station, sirloin, roasted potatoes, and asparagus with demi-glaze, and a dessert trio, mouse trifles, cheesecake bites, and shortcake shooters. Uh, Tickets are available and priced at $150 per person, including gratuity. VI booth and couches are available to reserve for an additional $250. For guaranteed seating and dedicated server, email OrlandoEventsPatinaGroup.com or call for information at 407-560-8155 all guests must be 21 years or over. So it's entered a fantasy world of electrifying masquerade and intrigue of the Edison second annual masquerade ball mystique and intrigue at the masquerade ball. So I don't know, John, I'm, I, it would be fun, but I don't see me getting Brenda to dress up. Do you?
1: Uh, then it, it'd be a little pricey for me uh, for, for, I mean, the, the food sounded okay, but 150 to start, and seems a little bit pricey for what you're getting. Well,
0: so. Uh, I'm, it's costing me that now to get in the park now, and I'm not getting fed. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, but you get my point. I mean, again, I'd, I'd preference this always by saying when I move there, that might be something nice to do for a change. Yeah, I mean, just a yeah. once-in-a-lifetime kind of deal, have a good night out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, Fifty All fab right.
0: sculptures everywhere, John. You checking
1: them yeah. out? Yeah, Disney is today shared a look at the first of the Disney Fab 50, sculptures that are coming to Walt Disney World for the 50th anniversary celebration. The 50 fabulous Disney characters will be cast in gold and displayed across the Walt Disney World theme parks. And today, and I hope they lock them things down, because I know some fools are going to try to steal them. Uh, yeah, I can see today, Dave
0: from the Mickey Dudes put one on his back. I'm just saying.
1: Today, Brett Keelan, <laughs> the voice of Mickey Mouse, gives us a preview of Mickey Mouse. Disney has said that other character capsules will be announced in the upcoming weeks by Disney friends, including Walt Disney World, Disney Plus, Pixar, Walt Disney World Animation Studios, D23, Disney Channel, Nat Geo TV, Disney Vacation Club, and more. So, and they're yeah, very pretty.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to see them, John. Uh, we'll continue. thatch roofs now continued take shape over at the poly so we're getting closer and closer over there to being done uh what else do we have johnny what do i have you for another 15
1: yeah ten fifteen.
0: okay i didn't know how long we've been on i don't have a counter going so what 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 time do we start buddy
1: uh, i think at uh, 12 20
0: okay so we got you got to be off by 120 what time you got to go back
1: uh two okay yeah, about 155 actually so.
0: okay so we're over at news today what do you got over there john
1: yeah let's take a look uh more of the monorail uh, and, and everybody's very excited about that uh oh boy doug breaking news new trash cans Oh, yes. world nature neighborhood trash cans pop up around Epcot. New trash cans have been popping up throughout Epcot this past week, including colorful new red cans and contactless world showcase cans. More trash cans with different colors can now be found in Future World, some of which have contactless lids and say trash please. That's Uh, pretty cool. Yeah, each trash can color matches a different upcoming Epcot neighborhood. The lime green is for world nature. Uh, this trash can has one of the altered contactless lids. So, in other words, there is no flap on it, basically. Or, or I guess there is, but... No, it opens you know, no. itself.
0: I guess yeah. it, it flaps in and out. It's like a laser, you know what I'm saying? Like... I don't
1: know, but... And it, well, not all of the new cans were contactless, though, still having the swinging lids that were propped open for most of the past year. So, some of them do, and some of them don't. Hmm. Uh, World nature will include land pavilion, the seas with Nemo, and friends pavilion, and journey of water inspired by Moana. So it's a green trash can. It looks very, very clean. Actually, the the wine uh, job I had was in an industrial complex over on the south side of Orlando. And every month or so, I would see a truck leaving a couple of warehouses down, and it would be a, uh, a just a tra- a, uh, a pickup truck pulling a trailer and it would be loaded full of trash cans for out here. So, obviously, they take them over there. They uh, clean them and repaint them and then send them back. So, it was always interesting to see which which ones they had done that time. So.
0: Okay. That's pretty cool, though. I'm into new cans. Uh, Master Gracie faces left on T-shirt at Magic Kingdom. So, you can get new T-shirts from the Haunted Mansion. Uh, new scavenger sweatshirt assembled at Walt Disney World which is pretty cool. Uh, This one here, I might have to get you to pick me up. I might have to send you some money down. New limited release Ratatouille Adventures Magic Band, John.
1: Ooh, that sounds good, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, I'm going to have to see if I can get it on uh, my Disney, the app. And if I can, I might have to get you to get me one for Brenda. She don't have any really, uh, she's never wanted a designer magic band. She just has her regular ones usually. But this one here, I would like to get her. Remy Ratatouille Adventure may not open until October 1st at Epcot, but merchandise for the new attraction has been arriving at Walt Disney World in advance. Now, a new limited release Magic Band, it means they'll sell as many as they can get when it says limited release. I learned that a long time ago. (laughs) If there's no number, they're not worth anything. It's how my cars were, like NASCARs. They would say limited edition, and you would think that meant hardly any. No, the ones that are hardly any would say one of 1,500. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) You know what I mean? Uh, limited release Magic, magic Bands for the Ride has debuted at Fantasy Market inside Disney's Contemporary Resort. They're $34.99. John, they're pretty cool looking. They're a blue yeah. Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. The Magic Band features the logo for both Epcot and Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. The Little Chef, it's himself stars on one side of the band. The other side is the Eiffel Tower rendered in cheese as well as the ride vehicle for the new attraction are you excited about the adventure let us know in the comments it says but yeah i gotta try to find one of these john
1: yeah that looks pretty cool i'll I'll have to i'll I'll keep an eye out and see if uh, we can get you one but yeah uh that by the way is the most common item lost on a disney bus
0: magic bands
1: yes magic bands. i believe
0: it especially you know people reaching for stuff in the dark and don't realize it's falling off and stuff like that
1: Yep, and it's, and it's usually these. Uh, somebody paid 34.99 for that they lose. So uh, be cognizant of where your uh, magic band is because they're expensive. And, yes. and they're also hard to identify because, obviously, there's nothing on it that says who it belongs to. And if uh, you, you know, are, are trying to, especially if you paid for one, um, if you just get a gray one, that's no big deal. I'll just go get another one. But, yeah, if you paid $35 for one, you want to try to find it. So.
0: Exactly. The only only thing that names on if you from the older ones, when you booked your resort, they'd ask for your name like mine have Doug on the back of all mine. But it's not my last name. So but at least it's something. Uh, Did you hear this story, John? Former NASA executive used COVID relief funds to pay off his Disney Vacation Club balance. He has priorities, don't he, John?
1: <laughs> good job, buddy. <laughs> uh, he
0: has his priorities set straight, don't he?
1: Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh,
0: what else do we have here, Johnny? Charles End Buffet is getting good and bad reviews on the new opening. I just I just don't believe Hoop review hasn't returned. I think that's pretty damn sad, don't you?
1: Yeah, I really want to see that come. I mean, I, for, I saw it for the first time a couple of years ago, the first and only time that I've seen it, and I thought it was, a, uh, to uh, quote my stepfather, a hoot and holler. It was a very good time, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. So I, hopefully it, it does return soon. And it also gives some more uh, a life to that side of uh, Fort Wilderness, because it it, it, that, that area of Fort Wilderness always seems a little um, slow, you know, down nearby by uh, Crockett's Tavern and stuff like that, so. Yeah,
0: did you hear about General Joe Potter, John? No, I did not. Any news going on around there? Breaking, breaking news. Ferry boat. This a couple days ago on the 16th. uh, Ferry boat involved in crash outside of Magic Kingdom. What is he doing on the outside of Magic Kingdom? The Orange County Sheriff's Office responded to a marine crash at 9:41 a.m. reportedly involving the Joe Potter ferry boat at Walt Disney World. The ferry boat, which transferred guests from the Magic Kingdom to the Transportation and Ticket Center, is currently unavailable for service and is docked at the Magic Kingdom. There is no visible damage. It's unclear if there were any injuries or what exactly happened on the boat crash or, or exactly the boat crashed into. After the incident, it seemed that the General Joe Potter was taken backstage and was only witnessed by the, witnessed the Admiral Joe Fowler and the Richard V. Richard F. Irvine setting sail. As always, keep following news today and we'll find out. So keep your eyes open, John, or your ears open to see what happened to Joe Potter.
1: Yeah, if I hear anything, I'll let you know. But uh, no, the, the one thing I do see every once in a while, and it doesn't happen all a lot, is when they take those ferry boats backstage, they go across the water bridge. And it's really cool to see. You know, you see the the little boats go across the water bridge all the time when I'm driving underneath it. But to drive under it while there's a huge ferry boat going across, that's a a little disconcerting. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. It's crazy.
0: Yeah, because I've seen some of the bigger ones like to go back to Wilderness Lodge and stuff like that. But I've never seen the ferry boat itself. But even seeing them is pretty crazy. Yeah, even seeing them is crazy. Uh, What else? New monorail signs installed at Epcot uh disney hollywood studios and, uh, and animal kingdom hours released up until october so you guys are booking your trips they're they're putting hours out further and further in advance which is letting me also feel like they're feeling more comfortable to do that you know they're thinking things are getting back to normal they're not doing it month, month by month they're now they're doing it in three months stretches john so that's good news
1: yep yeah uh, yeah and uh And we finally know uh, the opening dates for uh, Port Orleans and uh, and the All-Stars and all that stuff. So everything is getting back to normal.
0: Well, Lee, I'll read one last thing, John, and then we'll let you go. How's that sound?
1: Sounds like a winner.
0: A review on the new Citricos. The new menu and Mary Poppins decor in Citricos are practically perfect in every way at Disney's Grand California Resort. Citricos and Narcosis are two really nice restaurants. So and again we talk about this a lot i advise people leave the magic kingdom head over to the grand floridian or contemporary and have lunch or dinner am i wrong john
1: no no especially for a, a, a very nice dinner
0: yes so, we're to yeah, polly i don't right. want to lead the polly on get pat's undies in a bunch you know what i'm saying uh mm-hmm uh this tile still runs through the restaurant but the new furniture paint props and more were installed around it to make it look more like mary poppins the new interior is a huge improvement the space space is much brighter with more whites and blues than previously previous shades of beige brown and dark orange it does look pretty i like the little bird handles on the doors and stuff john the theming is subtle and adds a charming touch they got little birds all over the place which are pretty cool the lounge looks nice, the new seating looks nice. So I like the bar, John. Very spacious bar there. I mean, it, yep. it's a big area with only a few stools. I like that, everybody's not crunched together. And what do we got on the menu, John? I'm trying to bring the menu down. There's a hell of a lot of pimple, pimples, pictures. Mary Poppins touches uh, had a whimsical quality to the restaurant but aren't overdone, it says. and um, I've never seen so many pictures for review, John they've taken pictures of the pictures but i'll tell you what the tables and like the couches at the table don't they look really elegant
1: yeah yeah it's uh, a nice upscale uh, dining experience that's for sure uh
0: the first course is a strawberry sh- salad with uh, a infused goat cheese frisee lettuce bacon vinaigrette spiced sunflower seeds 16 dollars they get a Citrico's house salad a sweet corn bisque I like a corn bisque in the fall john what do you think? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah sounds good.
0: Wild mushroom, wild mushroom. What is that? Ar- Arsini. It's a truffle aioli, uh, smoked arancini. duck. Yeah, arancini. Uh, smoked duck breast and citrus hamachi. Him- so, and then the entrees are a domestic golden tilefish. You like tilefish, John? I don't believe I ever tried it. Uh, and has juniper. Uh, juniper rice chorizo risotto key west pink shrimp and a confit tomato for 46 dollars they got barbecued short ribs they're 50 bucks john buttered poached florida Kobe. cobia 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 yeah cobia. Do you, have you had that before
1: yeah actually the one time i went deep sea fishing or the time I, my my nephew was a uh a he made a ton of money after the hurricane that one year because he was a uh a tree guy and so he took his entire tree crew out for a deep sea fishing expedition on a on a private charter and he actually invited me to go with him so i actually went and that was the one fish i caught and got it cleaned and took it back home and grilled it so yeah yeah i not only ate it i had caught it so there I'm you go just, you know, it's cool so. Yeah, I've
0: caught some tuna with my buddy Eric, and we, me and my stepfather used to go out and flounder fish and weakie fish. We used to bring them home and throw them right on the grill. Uh, this, the uh, Dacobia has mashed fingerling potatoes, grilled asparagus, local mushrooms, and a great few puree blanc. For, it's 42 bucks. That's not too bad, John. Housemade rigatoni, uh, rummelade of chicken, that's 38 $38. And then you got an oak grilled 12 ounce prime New York strip for 58, and an oak grilled filet mignon for 54. So that's not bad. The wine list is huge. Down the bottom they have pictures of the bread, which looks pretty good, and uh, the wild mushroom arancini for 14. dollars That looks pretty good, John. I mean, it's not a lot, but they look good.
1: Yeah, yeah. And if you're if you're getting a, a... A really good entree you don't want to load up on the appetizer anyway so just something to get you going so.
0: yeah they got the guava barbecued short ribs for 50 bucks they looked really good uh what else did they get here the domestic golden tile fish they got too that looks really good too john on that and res- that uh res- i mean uh i can't think right now on the road re- what am i trying to say john
1: you said it was a uh, juniper rice
0: yes yeah i'm losing my mind i was thinking about ro- rosetta what am i Ros- thinking
1: risotto uh, yeah Rosotto.
0: risotto yeah i couldn't say it for some reason and the uh, the shrimp look really good there too john the, oh the, yeah
1: we have we have some of the best shrimp in the world around the gulf Coast. So absolutely yeah
0: and the desserts are so decadent looking john i mean so uh if you guys got time head over to uh citricos for a late lunch early dinner you know what i'm saying johnny and enjoy yourself and get out of the heat and enjoy a good lunch
1: yeah yeah sounds really good
0: so no more stupid bus jokes at all john (laughs)
1: uh yeah yeah actually i do have a new one Okay. all right what's the stormtroopers favorite store
0: stormtroopers favorite store uh i don't know you gotta go so i won't think too long
1: go ahead the one the one next to target (laughs)
0: of course it is because he can't
1: shoot (laughs) Uh, Uh, all right all right no uh let me let me copy this one real quick because i I haven't seen this before a brand new collection of merchandise that has arrived at the festival market part of the epcot international food and wine festival by the mexican pavilion at epcot celebrating the fan favorite la calva de tequila i am surprised it took this long for Disney to realize the popularity of that bar would translate itself into merchandise. I am amazed, really, honestly, aren't you? Uh, 100%. Uh, I'm surprised. I don't
0: know why they haven't quadrupled that place in, in space yeah. either.
1: Yeah. Uh, they have a shirt, called, and it says Fiesta Siesta Repeat for $24.99. It looks like they have a variety of margarita glasses, hats. Yeah, margarita glass, $16.99. Yeah, I'd like to look at that, too. and I, I, li- I love a good margarita, so uh let's see then yeah all glassware in this collection is hand wash a double shot glass 16.99 Ooh, that might be good after a long day uh, uh the tequila hat it's plain blue the trucker hat with the mesh back 24.99 it also looks pretty decent everything is like a uh, light blue color um, kind of and then they have a green shirt uh you complete me with a uh, avocado and uh, apparently a a margarita I guess <laughs> but,
0: oh, what's, uh, and, from, uh, uh, what's that that's from what's that Tom Cruise movie uh, where he's the uh, the agent uh, the color not the color money that's pull shooting uh, I can't think of the name but that's part where he says that to his, to okay. his girlfriend and that you complete me
1: uh, a drink serving board a look out of the magnet so all kinds of merchandise now set up out there and uh, a lot of nice looking stuff so I don't know if you want to Oh, I like the flight crew. So that looks pretty cool. Has a flight of uh, tequilas across the or yeah, flight of tequila, margaritas across the front. It says flight crew. So that's a pretty cool shirt. So yeah, and, and again I am amazed it took Disney this long to actually decide to make merchandise for that place because that is incredibly popular. The only line in the Mexican pavilion is for La Cava de Tequila. So
0: Yeah, well and the, and the movie's Jerry Maguire, so I'm not losing my mind. I'm there you thinking go. There you go. But No, they should move the La Cava Del Tequila into the Moroccan pavilion. <laughs> <laughs> Just put that in the back, right? Yes. And, and put it in, you know, in the old restaurant back there and uh, call it a day. What do you think, John?
1: Yeah, sounds like a winner.
0: Yeah, they need to expand that. It's too small, dude. Like, I can't even get Brenda in there because it's so congested
1: i've been in there twice and and luckily it was uh, and usually it's earlier in the afternoon or early actually just 11 o'clock or so is the only time that i can get in there because i just don't want to wait in in an hour in line for that and you know the people are still waiting at disney springs for hours for uh the the bit that what's that the gideon bake shop
0: yeah it's crazy yeah it's crazy to
1: get into that place and I just, I mean, I, I guess I love a good cookie, but I don't know if I want one that bad. So.
0: No, they got new limited edition Figment Magic Bands just arrived too. If if you guys want to go get them, they're Food and Wine and and everywhere in the park, but Food and Wine basically. And I'll tell you what, they've been going over a lot of the Food and Wine already, John, since it's open.
1: Yeah, yeah, and we're gonna be out there in a week and a half, so we'll probably, well, that's probably what we'll end up doing is going to the Food and Wine Festival,
0: so. You have to. I, I want to jump on a plane with me and Brendan, and come down, and enjoy it with you. Because when we read all that, you did. Did you listen to that episode yet, John?
1: No, I was gonna listen to it on the way home today. I
0: right. I know you'll enjoy me. Let me know what you think of Bob.
1: Okay, right.
0: <laughs> I'm kidding. But anyway, yeah, we. I was. I'm really excited about this year's festival because there's a lot of new things on the menu. So. Good. Anyway, I'll let you go, Johnny. Uh, we starting the fantasy football thing again. Uh, everybody has uh, – I can't go. I Like Tommy and Judith, they're going away on vacation for two weeks. So what are they, off the grid? Are they going to be out camping <laughs> in the middle of the – I mean, all, all kidding aside, are they going to be like in the middle of the uh, – what, they're going out in the wilderness, out in somewhere in Colorado, in the middle of nowhere with no phones or nothing? Or They're going to have Wi-Fi in their laptops with them. I think they could take – an hour to draft with us on their vacation don't you john
1: i don't know i'll, I'll see what i i'll try to schedule with when they're not on vacation i say put it de-
0: put it dead yeah. center of their vacation john i beg you <laughs> 25 hour disney gift card is coming down to you if you do that john me, John. <laughs> Jeez, so we're johnny we're going on vacation for two weeks Two weeks, not a week. I would be more sympathetic for a week, but two weeks? Come on, you can draft with your friends for a night. Just as they would both say, I'm just saying, Johnny.
1: Okay, okay.
0: Peace and love, peace and love. Tom Brady needs to get suspended. All right, Johnny, let's call it a night. How's that sound? <laughs> uh, anyway, you to get something to eat. Everybody be kind to one another. Let me know when you set the football up, John, and how many, how many people respond so we know who we need, okay?
1: All right, sounds good.
0: All right, everybody, be kind to one another. Head over to iTunes and leave us a review, and we will talk to you later. Say goodbye, John.
1: Hey, goodbye. Come see me on the buses.
0: Later. That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here.